You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 58. My God, has it been a long time. I'm not going to dwell on the why of the uh, length of time between episodes, because uh, any excuse I could give would be just that, an excuse, and you guys deserve better. So, let me just say that life has been in a very big transitional period for the majority of the last seven months, and it is now up and running again. I'm in a new place. I have new equipment, uh, some of which I am still, or much of which, actually, I'm still getting to learn. So, depending on how things turn out after I've finished recording this opening remark, this may be the first thing you hear with no music, or there may be some spare music. Either way, be prepared for some things to be in flux as far as the way issues are presented, because I'm kind of looking at this as Monkeys Took My Jetpack Season 2. So, although the big break was not planned, now that it has happened, it's time to just move onward and upward. Those of you who have stuck by us through all this, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your loyalty and your listenership. Uh, there are no words. It, it goes beyond words. The fact that there are people still viewing the page seven months after there's been the last bit of content is just amazing to me and, and just makes my heart swell. So, wow. Thank you very much for those of you who stuck around. Uh, I do not foresee another big break. Granted, I didn't foresee this one, but things, like I said, are now in place. And uh, transitioning is done, for the most part. Any transitions that need to occur are occurring locally. <laughs> like, as in, oh, I didn't have this thing installed yet, now I do. Uh, oh, I'm going to be using a new method of recording the games. Uh, and whatnot. That kind of thing. It's not... Th this th there was a move, as I said, um, and lots of other stuff I'm not going to go into because, you know what, we're not here to talk about my personal life, we're here to talk about a game. And what game would that be? By God, it would be the Dresden Files. Continuing right where we left off, session 14, and uh, if you need a refresher course, the episodes are still up there, you can check out the other sessions and see what happened. Our cast includes, as it did before, and shall again, Trilobite as our awesome game master, yours truly, Blind Geek as David Mercury, Josh playing Ezra Kirkland, and Thunderstep playing Adam Dipple. So, you've waited long enough. Without further ado, grab and I can't tell you how good it is to say those words again. Grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 58, 
slave trade. Hey, speaking of curvy women from the 70s, you guys want to do some dressing? Yeah. There's a hell of a Segway. He's the Segway master, our trilobite. Yep, just like the inventor. I'm going to drive off something really... and kill I gonna, myself. I was going to talk to you about my shapeshifty stuff. Yes. It occurs to me, and I'm not going to complain about not having a roll about it, but I keep reminding myself that it's... Uh, oh, yeah, you've noticed that, have you? It's a... Oh, uh, funny. Oh, because my thought is, even if it's a rote, I should be at least getting some stress from it. I'm not going to complain if I'm not, but oh, if that's a thing where, oh my goodness, it's not doing that. Okay, that's different. So what is Ezra doing as he realizes this? <laughs> Putting on my list of things to worry about later. <laughs> that's very Dresden of you. You're right in the spirit of the game. Yeah, I'm about halfway through uh, Cold Days right now, and he is totally I'm like, okay, something else happening that's dire. Okay, so in the past six hours, this is the third different threat I've found that might destroy the world. I've got until <laughs> noon to deal with it. Let's put that on the list, and we'll take care of it when we get a chance. I hope that that is something of a familiar atmosphere. <laughs> yes. At least to a certain degree. By the way, I know we usually save our uh, make the GM feel good about himself till the end of the game, but I'm going Wait, to break, that break tradition. Is this after I hang up? Or <laughs> yeah, it is, but... <laughs> No, uh, I don't remember if I said this out loud or if I was just thinking it, but I was, I was, <laughs> shut up. well, I probably heard it either way, but when we first started playing after Chris had left, I was thinking, man, this kind of sucks for my character because so much of my character was dependent on the competitive rivalry slash animosity between him and Logan Shaw, and I was... good interplay. Yeah, and I was kind of like, it's not as much fun anymore. And then you went, and you were like, I mean, I don't know if this was an, a, a conscious thought process or if it just happened organically, but it was like you said, well, let's give him something else to occupy him. And you just did the whole, and he got hit by a car, and we don't know why or by whom. And all that stuff, and it's like, now we've got the whole coyote thing. I mean, you really did a good job there in... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you. Kudos um, to you, sir. Did you like how that worked out, and did you feel like it balanced the loss of the player and the dynamic? Yeah, especially when we got to kind of close it. absolutely it. was deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I have been trying to keep things hopping at least a little bit, and I'm glad that that's helped a lot with keeping things flowing and helping keep interest and energy and stuff. And I'd say at least half of that, probably most of that, comes from you guys. Because if ain't the players happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> well, that's true to a degree, but if you're having a crappy time with it, even if your players are happy, that game's going to be going south pretty quick because... Yeah, I've, I've, I've been there, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. I'm you're glad welcome. you're enjoying it. Yeah. A couple of things I wanted to remind folks of, just going through the system myself, I want to make y'all aware once again of the power of declarations. Ah, uh, yes. 
you guys can do a lot of little things, just make little things true, especially if I like them. At the mere cost of a fade point. I was going to say, I tried one and the GM vetoed it. Yeah, good going, yeah, Declaration. Huge. I ain't giving you crap. I'm not serious. And I think in Dresden, if I read this correctly, a lot of it involves just making a relevant skill roll. I admit I'm probably hoarding my fade points just simply because I know the shit's going to hit the fan. That's <laughs> fine, man. You might need them later. Nothing wrong with that. That's not the GM even giving anybody a hint or anything. Like that. <laughs> I just, uh, just wanted to let y'all know about that. And then the other thing I want to remind folks of is the way Dresden works like the campaign itself kind of has aspects in that the city has aspects you know overarching themes as it were I do too and we've got one here called fault lines which represents the juxtaposition of opposites present throughout the city and the campaign fault lines follows the same naming convention as the Dresden Files novel Huh, funny. Two words, both with the same number of letters. I was so annoyed that I had to read that in the damn book to figure that out. Or <laughs> to, to notice it, hey. not figure it out. If I had figured it out, I wouldn't have had to read it in the book. Dude, I have code training and I didn't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, actually, I did that deliberately. And guess what the name of this go. campaign is? Fault Lines. Yep. I tried it with a bunch of different things. but. <laughs> So I haven't seen an opportunity where I'd be like, oh, you guys, why don't you activate this? But it's just something to be aware of. Cool. And you've gotten a lot better with compels. Good. Thank you. It's um, difficult to get a hold of, but hopefully I'll be able to continue to improve. Okay, guys. So it's about 1130 p.m. On a night of torrential rain, large portions of the city are flooded, and from where you are, you can see numerous areas that are blacked out. Now, you found Bobby Navarro, the owner of Red Rabbit Costumes, where you were headed, because, as I recall, your plan was to obtain plumber costumes or workman-type costumes. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Pulling so, to Jack Burton. I'm, I'm assuming that Cintas is closed at this point in time. Yeah, obviously this place is not open 24 hours. So yeah. how did you find this person? Clearly, you did. I've got a. We're number. assuming that. Yes. Well, no, because nope. your phone died. We got. I think I threw it away. Oh no, that's right. You had the card. Okay, oh, but you know that's the card, the card that's for right. the shop. Oh. Isn't that the um, for somebody wrote on the back, call me? No, I've got the card for the shop. The call me was from some girl named Lisa. Well, I thought you had another call me. That you oh, had... I do. That's oh. right. That's right. I do have the call me. That's right, because I called that number. Yeah. All right. No, I've got the number. Why the hell got... I remember more about your romantic life? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Yeah, I've got the card. has got his number written on it that says call me, doesn't it? Because you're a yeah. Frankenstein. You're living vicariously. That had turned out to be the number for the shop. So I guess my main question is, where do you find this person? Or I will break into the shop. I'm also not above that. That's fine, too. It depends on how you guys want to start this off. The costume shop is located quite close to uh, Alistair's restaurant. Unfortunately, it's actually kind of on the other end of town. Are you holding out a face? Or is it, he said, holding out? No, we've already established ah, that, damn it's, in all. All right, that it's in El Cerrito and uh, okay. Al's place is up not too far from the Heights. Well, I will call the store first, and he doesn't answer. Then I will look to mm-hmm. see I have this dude's name. Yes, no? Uh, you have the name Bobby. Okay, I don't have a last name. Is it an I-E? It's an I. B-O-B-B-I. It's probably a woman. 
Yeah, you'd like to think that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's Dr. Girlfriend. No, he, she, Bobby had a much better voice than that. I thought it was I... really grungy and all that sounding. Nope. Oh. I, just... I should know better than to make assumptions we are in California. All right. Well, there's no time to waste. I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, I will. Looks like we're going to be a breaking in. So our opening scene is you guys walking out of Red Rabbit costumes, dressed or just like carrying garbage bags with this stuff in it? Yes, carrying garbage bags with it first. Uh, And I will hex the hell out of the alarm system to shut it down, too, if there is one. Oh, yeah, done and done. We'll say there was one, and you did so. Hex. Sweet, says the former police officer. Former. That's Former right. <laughs> How hard is it going to be finding anything that fits me? Difficult, but not impossible. This place turned out to be a fairly high-end costume shop sandwiched into a small building in one of the saddest neighborhoods, the kind of place that has, like, light manufacturing that has been failing for 20 years that hasn't died. Well, everybody's got to have lights. Yep. On the way out, I'm going to take one of my magic markers and scrawl a picture of that Coyote Cocapelli symbol mm-hmm. on the inside of the door. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll give you a fate point for that because you're oh, definitely okay. causing trouble for yourself. <laughs> oh, my calling card. They'll call me the Cocapelli Bandit. <laughs> the hell, are you turning into Zorro now? It's a little bit more complex than... Oh, I wish. Holy cats, that'd be awesome. Yeah, um... You wear that on your own time. Right now, you act like a plumber. Fine. Got my plunger here and this monkey wrench. Right. Fake mustache. And everybody give me a conviction roll, please. You're pretty easy. Shiza. Total five. Total three. Roger. Five. Okay. About halfway back to the hospital, Adam, you get a phone call. I flip it open. Hello. Hey, Adam. Adam, this is Tony. Hey. Tony? Yeah, Tony's a guy you've worked with before. He's um, sort of a disreputable supplier to the arcane. Tony, now is not the best time for me to take a look at any books. I'm in the middle of doing something. No, no, man. Seriously, I got, like, listen, hey, hey, I got a line on something big that you're definitely going to want to know about, okay? Better not be yanking my chain again, Tony. No, I told you that one time that was not my fault, okay? My sister's boyfriend, you know, he it, he told me it was genuine. He swore up and down. But listen, listen, hey, hey, okay, listen. This is serious, okay? Some real stuff is going down here. And listen, hey, there's some big money involved, okay? Look, I don't want to talk about it over the phone, all right, but if you can meet me up at Alistair's, uh, we can talk about it, okay? I can't I mean, do it. I can't No, 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 no. Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. This is big, and I need a legitimate dealer to help me get in on this. This is when, big money, Adam. When do you need? <laughs> Look, no, like, hey, this is going down, like, like, soon, so I need you to come up here, like, tonight. Unless you got a fucking boat with a pair of oars, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get there in time. Oh, come on, man. Don't you have that, like, four-wheel drive? That, uh, that, that, that German one, the, the thing, you know? You remember that one? I broke down for scrap and sold. 
Oh, why? Why'd you? Okay, okay. Hey, hey, listen. All right. Because um, that, um, that thing was a smoke belching death trap on wheels. Look, okay. I'm sorry. All right. I told you the guy I got that from on eBay. He was a reputable client, and then after that, he just disappeared. I don't know what happened. But listen, listen, listen. Hey, where are you? I can meet you. Hang on a second. I try to find a street sign or something. All right, you know about where you are. I mean, you're just crossing up onto Ray Street. We're on, I'm on Ray Street right now. I'm heading over to visit a friend in a hospital. You better not be yanking my fucking chain. No, okay, listen, listen, listen. Hey, okay, we could meet at um, we could meet at the old mission. It's not very far from the hospital, and it's near for you, Tony. What? Never mind. You were never that good on it. All right. When? Okay, as soon as you can. I'm on my way there right now. There's a burrito place just down the street from the mission. You'll recognize it because uh, it's it's the burrito place down the street from the mission, and it's across burrito from the big parking garage. Burrito's as big as your head. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, that's the one. I look at the other guys. I'm giving you like a what? Like tapping my wrist like, come on. I would how assume you guys it? are driving as you're doing Tony, this. how long is this shit going to take? He wants. He must want to go to that burrito place down by the mission. What, Nito Tony? Burrito? Yeah. Stop burritos yeah. the size of your head there. That's what he said. Yes, they're good damn burritos. Pull in there Adam. first. Hey, Adam, you there? Yes, I am here. How long is this, sh- this going to take? Okay, we listen, we just need to meet up for like, I don't know, like 30 minutes, okay? And we'll work out some of the details. That burrito's the size of whose head? His head's pretty damn big. Because I'm serious. This I is real that. money. Like that. You meet me there in five minutes. I'm giving you five minutes to show up. You ain't there. I'm leaving. Five minutes? I'm at Alistair's. I don't that's give like, a that's like That's like 20 miles. Well, you better grow wings. Well, as you get in the weather, you better grow fins. Okay, okay. Um, I'll use the rope. But you owe me for this. That's coming out of your cut. Right. Five minutes, Tony. Five. Okay, I'll be there. I hang up. And hey, 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 listen. Yeah, and then you hang yeah. up on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was Tony. You guys know Tony. The Weasley guy that always is trying to get free coffee out of me. Oh, yeah. Tony the Weasel. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone think... just calls him Tony the Weasel. Yep. Weasel Dick Tony. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting that down on the notes. Tony the Weasel. Right. I'm writing him down as Weasel Dick Tony. I was just going to say, I kind of like Weasel Dick Tony myself. His real name is Richard Anthony Weaselton. <laughs> Weasel Dick Tony. All right. What the hell does that little shit want? Well, he's telling me something big is going down and he needs a legitimate buyer to get in this. Well, something big is going down here. Hey, no. Yeah, apparently we're going to have a reenactment of Noah the way this fucking rain's coming down. Yeah, well, we've got oh, sure. Out. Blame it on the rain. Well, here's the good news, then. We've got 39 days. Yeah, look. We still need to get into the hospital. I know that. Just make a quick stop by the burrito joint. Besides, I wouldn't mind having you guys backing me up. I wouldn't mind having I, a burrito. I was just going to stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> now, look. I trust Tony to a point. The point of his little pointy head. I've gotten some good things off of him, usually when he has no idea what the fuck he has. Name Freddy the Finger ring a bell? 
God. Uh, not even going to go there. There's people got hep C off of them. Mm. <laughs> All right. So let's stop by the burrito joint, if you don't mind. Mm. It's right next to the old mission. That's where he's meeting me. At least it's on old hollowed ground. And at least we know the tortillas are fresh. Yeah, no kidding. And in fact, you guys can see the tortilla machine working away in the window behind the thick plexiglass. The big giant Mexican dude, they call him the tortilla. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, much better. Much better. He's the guy who works on the night shift. People call him the tortilla machine because he's amazing. And and he he lives on the mission. Really good tortillas. And um, behind the thick plexiglass with bars over it, there's this red and blue neon sign that simply reads, burritos as big as your head. (laughs) I love this place. And that's the name of the spot. I actually was checking my notes, I have to say out of character, to see if I had written that in one of the things somewhere, because this is a location in Isla de Oro. (laughs) Wow. So I was like, huh, was that in one of my... Like little chamber of commerce nodes. Not that I know like of. That. We're just riffing. Yeah, yeah. no. It, I, they they have places out by me where they advertise burritos as big as your head, and I just figured I know. they got to be franchises. <laughs> just got a million county dog places on around here. It's always making- Unsurprisingly, well, there's plenty of parking. Yeah, if they're still open, I'm going in and getting a damn burrito. Oh yeah, yeah places open here. 24 hours. You Given his down, size, you- does he get two? Yes. The size of my head, right? And you say yeah. it's right there on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I dare you. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Step out into the pouring rain. There's this just loud rush of sound. It's just white noise. You should have stole an umbrella. God damn it. You can barely see the hulking parking garage across the street. It's like this monolithic shadow, like something out of an H.P. Lovecraft story, an <laughs> aqueous monument to an unknown Cyclopean. god. <laughs> yes. Cyclopean. And this, uh, this place provides the only illumination on the street. And as you draw closer, or as you enter, you can hear why. There's a generator going in the back, and the smell of kerosene mixes not unpleasantly with the smell of, like, freshly grilled corn and uh, newly made tortillas. The tortilla machine, big, stocky, Hispanic-American dude, two very old tattoos of tears near one eye, looks up, just nods at you guys. I think I met this guy at the 7-Eleven a couple years ago. <laughs> Hola, machete. <laughs> Rambles, yeah, I just ramble off in Spanish. Yeah, he gives you a nod. He recognizes you. Gestures back to one of the little seats. This place is scarcely larger than an alley. One half of it is filled with the open kitchen. The other half of it has little counters that are bolted to the wall. With, the uh, have the best damn food. <laughs> yep. And he immediately goes to work, great big knife gleaming in the cheap fluorescent light as he starts chopping up fresh lettuce and jalapenos and everything God else. I'm so fucking hungry now. <laughs> I know. <God>. <laughs> At the back, you can see Tony Wieseltik, or since no one can pronounce his Polish last name, Wieseldick Tony. <laughs> <laughs> <Weasel> <laughs> Uh, I like that. Tony! He looks just like you would expect. No weasel dick, yeah. He looks up, 
his eyes widen as they focus on Ezra, then flash over to David. Look back at you, Adam, in supplication and horror, and then he composes himself in what he imagines is the look of a cool customer. Seems to be the problem, play, Weasel Dick. I need to play poker more often with Tony. Yeah. Grab <laughs> a seat, Tony. What do you got? Oh, man, I told you no cops. He's not a cop. He's a cabbie. The other guy's a warden. Hey. Who isn't nowadays? Hey. Lots of alive people. You know what I mean? I don't need the red court breathing down my neck on this one, man. I got enough trouble with the black tongues as it is. Tony. What you do Dave. with your sexual escapades is nobody's business, Tony. Dave. Don't help. Okay, this guy is extremely nervous and ready to bolt. Tony, sit. When have I ever had trouble with the red court? Ever. Man, I... Look, these guys, though, I can't... I can't talk about this in front of them. Tony, sit. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay, okay. Oh, oh, whoa, dude. (laughs) Fuck me, Jehovah. All right, relax. The tortilla machine looks up, looks over, but what I'm picturing is this thing under the table. Yeah. The whole yeah. Solo thing. Yeah, you can't see it, but Adam is face palming and kind of looking at David, going, "You're not fucking Han Solo." I don't. Okay, want look, you. look. I looked at Adam and like, I don't want you to ever complain about my goddamn piccadillos now. <laughs> all right, listen, out. listen. You got to understand, I had nothing at all to do with this. Okay, I didn't set it up or anything. I don't even know who these guys are. I just got a message through a contact that they're auctioning these people off. Okay, I had nothing to do with it. Stop. They what? I didn't, no, no, listen, I didn't, I wasn't involved in any of the kidnapping or nothing. I like the paradet. You know that. that I never thumbed it down yet. Some of my best friends are paradet. I mean, seriously, but you know, a guy's got to eat, right? Tony, are you listening to me, Tony? Should I pour the hot sauce down your throat, Tony? I didn't have nothing to do with this, okay? Tony, stop. Calm down. Great amnesty. All right. Adam waves his hand and says, on, machete, and just orders another one for Tony. He nods, comes around, drops off uh, three beers. Could have gone my whole life without that vanilla ice reference. The rest of you guys drinking. I pass the beer over to, to Tony. It's like, drink, calm down. He swallows it like a four-year-old, you know, when they look like they've never seen water before and nope. aren't sure if they're nope. going to see it nope. again. Nope. Yeah. Nope, nope. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, about halfway down because it foams up and goes all out of control. Jesus. Tony, talk to me. There's He's some, shaking. There's somebody auctioning people. Right, okay. Um so there's this uh there's some sort of group, okay? Um I never heard of them before. Okay. Uh, Time stop for a second. I am looking around because this is usually about the time in the story when the knife or the bullet comes out of nowhere and blows the guy away just before he can... Good point, uh, Raymond Chandler. Good reveal. Call. <laughs> okay, so you're, you look around this place alertly. You've got tile, old and battered. It looks like it's seen gunfire and has been patched up with cheap epoxy. You're looking directly back at a service door that leads out to an alley, unless you miss your guess. Um, next to it is just one door for the bathrooms, currently locked. Directly behind you is the glass door, well, like bulletproof plexiglass with bars over it that leads out to the street. 
there's no one else in here and you're in just like picture a tight illuminated alley and that's basically what this place is like okay carry on mcduff all right never heard of them before they're called like um i don't know the 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 formulas or or something like that okay and um formulas i don't know okay it's some weird it's some it's some latin stuff Oh, okay, so listen, they're offering big money for people like people from the Paranet. Okay, you know me. I wouldn't hurt a fly. So I thought I'd contact Adam here, let him know what's going on. I figured he'd be concerned, you know? Where and when? You're goddamn right I'm concerned. Not all His people hand is shaking. He tries to pick up the beer and actually fails because his hand is shaking so badly he can't get a good grip on it. It rattles against the table as if in an earthquake, and he stops and, like, tries to steady himself by just clutching the edge of the table. He's not looking at you at all, Adam, but his eyes are darting back and forth like those of a cornered animal between... I I am going to lunge across the table, grab him by the belts, and I'm going to go full Gandalf on him invoking any kind of power into me to get the whole wind, fiery eyes, shadows behind me, the whole... Invoking any kind of power? Like, do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks type of, like, I am now suddenly that kind of thing. I got you, but are you invoking any kind of power to do this? I'm putting a bit of will into me, yes. I am channeling a small amount of my will into my power just to, like, get the lights and uh, slight wind invocation combined with a slight spirit evocation to get the light and wind effect, yes. Okay, so the lights seem to dim behind you, only a faint, unearthly illumination on your face. Yeah, grabbing him by the lapels and going, Where and when, Anthony? At the docks. This old warehouse. Um, by the docks. Chang Soon or something like that used to be a used to be a seafood company. It folded up in the eighties. From Mortal Kombat? What are you talking about? Look, I don't know the name. I don't really remember. I just remember it's that sushi place that folded up in the eighties. You know the one. Do I know? You the probably one? recognize it. I mean, it's the building with the big red Chinese letters on it. Do I know the one? Yeah, you've been around. It's kind I look of at the cool other guys. Looking. They look like they know the one. The former police officer and the longtime resident. I would say you guys would both know it. Okay. Can you give me a time on it? He just choked that part out when you looked at your compatriots. What time did he say? About one this morning. A couple hours from now. It's a one-night-only thing. I'm going to yank out, like, a chunk of his hair. Ah, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, shit. No. Hey, give that back. You're lying to me. I will. You're lying to me. I will find you. No, 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 no. I swear. I swear. On on stars and stones and by my power, I swear this is true. Yeah. Better be. Otherwise, I might not have a sword yet, but I know where to get a good solid axe. Tony, could you give me a second here, Ezra? Yeah, no problem. My burrito's up anyway. I need Tony's burrito, too. I don't care. I take my massive hand, put it on top of Tony's. And then give it a squeeze. Ah, Jesus, Adam. You ain't got to play so rough with me. You said you needed me to invest in something. Right. These people know you're a legitimate buyer. And they wouldn't just let me in. I mean, look at me. I'm Weasel Dick Tony, for Christ's sake. You wanted me to go to a goddamn slave auction? It was big. I figured you'd be concerned. I thought I should let you know, seeing as how you're close friends with the cops and all these days. Tony. If it's I, not obvious, he's lying. He's just trying I, to save his skin. 
I look him dead in the eyes with my creepy mm-hmm. I I practically picture there's like sparks in the back of his eyes at times. Yeah. You know, look him dead in the eyes, doing full on intimidate and basically said, You were gonna try and stone me, weren't you, you little shit? He goes almost white with fear, and there's no guile left in him at all, only raw horror at the thought of his imminent destruction. And he squeaks out, No, Jesus, I swear. I thought you'd want in on the cut. A lot better. Tony, get the fuck out of here. I promise I didn't have nothing to do with... But I know the guys who go. It was it was some of the gangsters who worked for the Red Court. They, they, they're the ones that snatched them. Really? I could, I could, what? I could give you, I could give you names. I could give you anything you want. Start names. singing, Canary. Start yeah. Start singing. Thank you, Ezra. Thank you. Problem. Tony, you and I. You know what I want you to do? I want you to sit your ass right here. I want you to eat a nice big burrito. Finish this beer. Me and my friends here, we'll go down there about 1 a.m. and see what the hell's going on. All right? You finish the meal, you finish the beer, but while you're doing that, I take out a pad and a pencil, slam it down in front of him. You write down every goddamn name you know. He doesn't make a sound, but instead starts writing in a shaky scrawl, concentrating with the focus of the doomed. You remember how I warned you that you were always fucking with shit that you had no idea? He doesn't even seem to hear you anymore. He's just sweating onto the paper and writing so hard, writing several sheets deep into it. Gentlemen, I think we need to pay a visit to the docks. I think we're going to have to worry. I think we're going to have to worry about our other engagement until a little bit later. Maybe we should split up. I look at David and I go... I know you're worried. I know you have a legitimate concern. But you also have an asshole with a sniper rifle sitting right outside our window. I know I saw. I I don't want to well, leave alone either. You know me. It, it's not just my daughter I'm worried about. It's, uh, it's the, whole hospital. the whole hospital with what that thing is underneath it. The tortilla machine says quietly from across the little restaurant. Would you put the gun away, please? He's looking right at you. I put the gun away when he sat down. I didn't hear that. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that either. Okay. Yeah. I perhaps didn't say it. Okay, then I didn't. Oh, you thought you had, <laughs> he said, holding out a fate. Are you telling me I would be holding a gun without my knowledge? You are hounded by anger. Okay, I'll... And you may be shocked to realize that your finger was tightening on the trigger without you even really realizing it. All right, I'll take it. Okay. Okay. I look askance at Tortilla Machine, and then I look at the gun in my hand and how my finger is on the trigger and slowly put the gun back in its holster. He nods as if you had just commented on the weather and goes back to his work. I think we got what we needed from Weasel Dick here. Hey, uh, David? I think you're right. Yeah? I'm shifting you over to decaf once this is done. It's not the coffee, man. It's the mileage. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's go check out old Foo's place. All right. We stopped by uh, my house quick. I need to get my gun. You have a gun? I'm from Kentucky. Of course I've got a gun. It's just everything else mechanically around you just goes to shit. Yeah, well, 16th century technology is still pretty good. It's a shotgun. All right. Totally spring-powered in, uh, in, ke- in chemistry. All right. What the hell? Stopping by. 
getting my double barrel 12 gauge, putting on the army jacket with the cloak over it. This is a 12 gauge double barrel Remington. Snuffy primitive screwheads. <laughs> Baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That goes into the trunk, and just in that short time, uh, you are soaked. I'm also grabbing an umbrella. Which, being in the Dresdenverse, I'm sure is like bright red or yellow or something. Sounds good to me. Like blue with yellow ducks on it, I'm sure. Something like that. Let's go, gentlemen. Still not sure splitting up would be a bad idea. Where the hell are you going to go if we split up? We got to take care of this egg. Seed. You say potato, I say let's take care of it. And I say you ain't getting in there alone. At least I have a reason for being there. But who the hell visits their daughter at one o'clock in the morning? A really good father wouldn't have left his daughter in the first place. Don't start giving me that guilt trip bullshit. You are a good father and you fucking know it. What I'm what I'm saying is, he says, with a half-hearted effort to misdirect what is actually pegged by Adam, what I'm saying is that if they see me, they may just think I didn't actually leave. I just got turned around somewhere going to get coffee or something. And what are you going to do when they're on your own? Start digging in the floor? I have. The Lord has ways of showing me where to go. I know, David. I'm, if there's a supernatural slave auction going on in my city, it's probably going to get messy really quick. And to be honest, I wouldn't mind having the gun of God at my back. I would agree here. And if the seed hasn't done anything so far, we probably have a little bit of time considering that there are multiple seeds around the city. It's too bad there's no aspect covering this. This is a hell of a compel. <laughs> Damn it all. What are you looking for? Uh, Father. Yeah, yeah. your daughter. Actually, champion of God. That's true. Oh, that's true. Champion of the innocents. There are two camps of innocence here. There are the people in the hospital who are innocents, and there are the people who are in the slave auction mm-hmm. who are innocents. I would point out the people in the hospital are apparently not under any eminent danger. We don't know that. There's a fucking Lovecraftian... God egg under their nose. Been there for a bit. Here's the problem with the whole egg thing. All right, I didn't want to point this out because I was just as keen as everybody else to try to find the damn thing and get rid of it. But simply this, we know it's under the hospital. We got this information from a Snake God. How far down is under? Good point. Relative to him. I mean, are you going to go in there with a jackhammer and start working away in the basement? We don't know how far down we got to dig. That's why I was suggesting the sewer tunnels in the first place before we figured out we'd have to have snorkels and a jet ski. Got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, I got a bad feeling about it, too. I don't want to leave anybody unprotected. But look, we're not fucking Superman. We can't be everywhere at once. Ezra is. Well, even Ezra it. can't be everywhere at once. <laughs> Working on it. He just keeps ducking that responsibility. Are you guys okay. driving and talking, or is this yeah, all taking place in, like... What's the best way for me to get a hold of the warden? What's her name? Surf Ninja. Best way would probably be to go to Fort Hagen, but have, she just told you she was going to be out of town seeing White kind of, Council. Don't have that kind of time to go over there. Is there a phone number? I realize we're not big on phones. Uh, no, you don't have any kind of access to information for the White Council. I will write a letter. Wait a second. He's a warden for the White Council. How could he not He's have not that? A I mean, for we've the White seen. Oh, for some reason, like a, I thought he was. Everybody thinks he is. He's a. <laughs> I need to leave a message for Rosetta. I will write a letter then and just post it in the way, basically saying. You got an owl handy? I've got a. If I disappear, I need to have the wardens know what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I say, I've got a lead on the Paranet kidnappings. I'm going to investigate it. Chances of it getting violent are pretty good. It's at the blah, blah, blah sushi warehouse. 
If you don't hear back from me by the time you get this, follow up. I've probably been sold to something in another dimension. (laughs) Basically giving her the information that I got from Weasel. Gotcha. And basically if she doesn't hear from me by the time this gets to her by a snail mail, then chances are probably good that I have come to bad ends. And I'm sorry. And just drop that in the box on the way out. But I'll write it it to like Rosetta Marshall, care of... If anything happens to those people in that hospital or in the surrounding area, you realize that blood is on our hands. If anything happens to these people in the Paranet, some of whom are good friends of yours, I might add, that blood will be on our hands. Bloody hands, either way. Uh, You guys have rarely seen Ezra mad, but he looks pissed right now. He's not at all a happy man. Letter dropped off in a mailbox from down the street. You swear some sort of animal is watching you, and then it disappears into the rain. Okay, I am staying with them. Did I roleplay this out well enough to warrant the fate point? Absolutely. Okay. And I should give one to uh, you, Adam, as well, because that was basically a compel on your I can get it for you aspect, or Mm -hmm. I can get that for you. One of the negative sides of that. Yeah, because that's what I get with dealing with little shits like that. All right. I've also got Across. the block 19 that I got from Shaw. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So put your foot down. Let's go. All right. We're flooring it. Across the butterfly bridge's expanse, the artful decor wrought into it, almost invisible in the rain, transformed by the arc sodium lights and rushing water into something unrecognizable and almost nightmarish. There's no planes taking off or landing from the airport ahead of you, and uh, in fact, the only light here on the headland of Cabo Sierra is coming from the Golden Eagle refinery on the opposite shore. It's this towering complex in the distance that's belching fire into the raining heavens. The streets are broad, pitted with potholes, and deserted. No one is out. They probably wouldn't be, even during the day. This place was a big international port at one time, but those days are long past. Now most of the warehouses stand empty, mute, hulking sentinels on either side of the road. Not long before you are approaching the one you want, its name might still be unknown, but you guys know it. It sits out on the end of the pier, a great big concrete warehouse. Like Looks like it was designed to shelter submarines from Allied bombing in World War II. Huge red lettering decorates the front and the side, all worn and chipped. The uh, Japanese characters just kind of flaking away. And there's a little circle of cars here, plus a truck parked in front of a hastily erected chain-link fence topped with barbed wire. When we park the car, I look at both of them and I'm like, I've been to slave auctions. I've seen this shit. I do not like it. I know you guys weren't alive for that stuff, but I was on the docks when people were unloaded. As long as we're here, and he thumbs back the hammer of the gun, the gun with a capital G, mm-hmm. and says, letters in it. it's time to kick over some money tables. I'm just letting you guys know, I am not going to be subtle in this. I wasn't planning on it myself. Lightning crackle, lightning crackle. <laughs> <laughs> when I get out of the car, I immediately walk over to the truck. I'm going to start with the truck. Big black pickup truck like F-150, you Mm -hmm. know, one of these monstrous 
Ford pickup trucks, all slick as the shell of an insect and gleaming wetly in the rain. There's a man in a black turtleneck, black combat pants, combat boots, chest rig, carrying some sort of assault rifle. And he's just standing in the rain as if completely unconcerned by it, almost motionless, watching you with, there's something weird about his eyes. As you approach, you can see that they're faintly lambent. There's a soft glow to them, and they're vertically slit, the pupils are. I throw the hook. <laughs> I love this. Okay. <laughs> hmm. There's a longer line of, I hit it with my axe. What do you think on that, skill-wise? Weapons. Works for me. This guy is completely caught by surprise. But I'm still going to ask for a roll because some interesting stuff could happen if you fail. Hey, yeah. David, you know what lambent eyes mean? It means not human. Ah. Guess what I'm allowed to kill with magic? Very nice. Not humans. Yep. One plus, one minus evens out. I meant great for weapons, so that's plus four. Okay, so tell me what happens. The hook is attached to a chain. I mm-hmm. launch the hook at this guy's face. The idea is is that I'm either going to smash his face in with this heavy metal hook, or it is going to dig into his cheek, and I'm going to reel him in like a trout. I'm going to call that weapon two, and it's up to you what you do with this thing. It seems more likely to me that you would smash him, but uh, you do have a lot of ranks and weapons, so... Get over here! Yeah, I'm pulling a scorpion. So basically, even if I just smash him on the face, say the hook kind of falls down, snags onto his armor, which allows me to yank him back... (sighs) with my full strength, and let him come flying toward me. And I'm either going to catch him or deck him. (laughs) You hook into the military-style webbing that he's wearing that carries a big stack of magazines for his weapon, plus a couple grenades, it looks like. He lets out a grunt as he is pulled to his knees. What? That's something for him to read while he's waiting outside the big stack of magazines. Go on. (laughs) It wasn't that funny. (laughs) But on (laughs) phone. He lets out a grunt as he's pulled to his knees and dragged toward you. Immediately, the parking lot goes on alert as several other figures, similar if not eerily identical, rush in coordinated movement to various positions as though this had all been rehearsed a hundred times before. They're in nice, neat rows. That's great for area effect attacks. No, they're actually spreading out and moving to pieces of cover. Are they all in one zone? Yes. That's so, great for area are. effect attacks. We you are... said this guy had grenades on him, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> Hold on just a sec. Yeah, we they... are in combat now. This area has three zones, which I'm going to call the streets, where you guys are at the moment, the parking lot, and the warehouse. The area between the streets and the warehouse has a barrier in the form of the fence, I'm going to say that that needs, like, a good athletics to get over because it's a big chain-link fence topped with razor wire, but I'm sure you can think of all kinds of other things to do with it. We've got two groups, the guys in the black turtlenecks and you, and I'm looking at going by, oh, it's not brains plus outthink because that's monsters and other childish things. (laughs) It is... Alertness, I believe. Yes, I believe you're correct. Now, I forgot. I asked you this last time we got into combat, and I'm sorry. I have. Do we roll it or just go by our... You guys liked the rolling, so please okay. give me alertness rolls. Actually, the best of you give me an alertness roll. If you don't mind, I'll do it sort of by group. Does that work for oh, you guys? He's taking a page. 
He's I taking like. a page from the bare bones thing that we haven't even done combat in yet. That's pretty impressive. Well, I am that good. Ooh. I was going to say BXD&D, but still. Who's alertness? My alertness is three. What's everyone else's alertness? Mine's at two. Oh, mine is at three also. I've got a six total. <laughs> All right, you win. Okay. First thing that happens, you can hear what sounds like angry hornets whizzing by you and hisses. The truck at the front uh, starts making little pinging noises, and uh, there's like hard cracking noises coming from all around you guys. So, I don't know, what's your response to this? I would say that, David, you definitely know what's going on. You're being fired at with automatic weapons. Someone is laying down automatic weapon fire into this area, and they probably have some sort of suppressor. It's automatic fire! They got a suppressor! I'm going to shoot the engine of the... Well, when am I turn? That was a free thing right there. The talking. Absolutely. Yeah. Which area has the most bad guys? The bad guys are all in the parking lot zone. I'm flicking my wand out of my sleeve in my hand, mm-hmm. pointing at them and just shouting, Blitz and Storm! Which is nice. That affects the entire zone. This place has a aspect on it. In fact, the whole city does. Torrential rain. How about... Anything with thunder and lightning in that aspect? Absolutely. You could use that, and I'm going to spend one of my limited pool of fate points, as it were. I'm increasing the difficulty on this by two. What? Because pouring water, running water, shorts out magic. That's right, it does. So it's going to be two higher. I will also hold out a fate point for some sort of interesting failure instead. No. <laughs> I have to pay a fate to knock that down, don't I? Yes, you do. Oh, I know. In fact, yeah. Actually, no, um, I got it. Okay. Because I want to kill them with lightning, but instead, how about if the lightning gets grounded to all the groundwater and mm-hmm. explodes all the trucks, but leaves them unhurt? Absolutely, especially if it's in big pyrotechnic showers of it is golden sparks. The spell is supposed to fill the entire zone with lightning, and yeah, the water grounds them before it gets there, but it courses through the ground, gets all up in the uh, vehicles, rubber tires notwithstanding, and uh, explodes them, yeah, with big, noticeable, hey, there's something going on, explosions. Excellent. Cool Michael Bay. Moment of slow motion there. Just give me a quick discipline roll. I'll look up. The full details later. Since you took the failure, I'm not terribly worried about determining shifts and everything else. But a quick oh, man, that would have been a seven. That would have been a seven to attack too. Ooh. And that's a weapon three. I got a seven total on the roll, and then it's okay. a weapon three to the zone. Wow. Yeah. And they they would normally resist with athletics. So you will take the minimum then, since you would have succeeded there. Yeah, you'll take the minimum of I believe it is one stress. Yeah, it's a road, so I only take one stress. Okay. So fountains of sparks leap up from the trucks. Several of them are tossed a short distance upward before coming back down. And the men in black turtlenecks scatter, momentarily revealing their positions, driving them out of cover. Got rid of their cover for you guys. Just what I planned. Whose turn is it? Now it's you guys' turn. I know what I want to do. Go. You said this guy had grenades on him, right? Mm-hmm. I lift his ass up, pull the pins on the grenades, and throw him bodily back at the other guys. Give me a might roll. Okay, would my inhuman strength come into this? Not by the rules, but I like it so much that I don't care. Okay. I am going to need at least a great to get in there and a superb to get 
in maybe next to somebody because they're fairly well spread out and they know what they're doing. I actually got a fantastic, a plus six. Wow. What is this amazing success? Instead of throwing him, because I'm assuming the fence is between us and them. Yes. Okay. Instead of throwing him over the fence, I throw him through the fence. So he probably takes out a chunk of the fence with him. Mm-hmm. slams into the wall of the building next to the largest group of guys right as the grenades go off. The best There's... defense is a good offense. <laughs> They're spread out throughout the parking lot, as you should be in a situation like this. So what I'll say is I still like the idea of it hitting the building as a group of reinforcements come out. Oh, boy. This is going to get messy. Good. And then there's a, a tremendous explosion, uh, just a, a bright fireball, and it feels like someone punched you guys in the heart. Grenades have gotten a hell of a lot better since World War II. That's Adam's comment. David, these guys have the aspect of stunned. This is a fragile aspect. The first time someone uses it, it goes away. Okay. You get a free tag on something like that, don't you? Yep. Yes, you do. Okay, yeah. just checking. Just wondering if this... You know what? No, these guys are slave auctioneers. Screw that. Yeah, just do it. I'm going to shoot them. So let me make my guns roll. Oh, I get to use my conviction instead of my regular guns. So that's starting at five, and I get... this will be plus one because it is being used in line with its purpose. Okay, so plus six. We have... Well, damn. That's going to be back to plus five. However, we have... Plus two from the stunned aspect. Stunned is now gone away. So that's, what, seven? And plus two from the champion of God aspect. So it's a total of nine. I think I'll let that stand. Describe this to me. Oh, shit. It's not plus nine. It's plus 12 because the damage bonus is three. It's a weapon three. Yeah. I'm... Hesitating because I just realized this is not Spirit of the Century, so these are not minions, which means I don't know if I'm shooting more than one. You tell me what you're doing. You got a high oh, well, enough hell. success. Okay, I'm shooting. I'm I, happy to let it go. Okay, he just starts picking them off. Bam! And the bullets streak through the air, leaving trails of white fire in their wake as they hit their targets and obliterate them. Are you also striding forward steadily? Yes. Yep. Heading toward the fence, or what's left of it. There's a big gap. Okay, I'm heading for the house. Right, so you are now in the parking lot. That barrier is gone, guys. So it's not going to require any kind of athletics check to get in there anymore. (laughs) My turn again? Uh, No, coming back around to them. Ezra, a car hits you in the small of the spine, driving you down to your knees. No no chance to dodge on that? This is a five-stress attack coming at you. Can I dodge that? Or? No, you have been hit. I've been hit. Damn. Damn. Car. Uh, A brand was... new car! I'm okay. activating my uh, army jacket of protection. Yes. Usable three times per session. Kapang, uh, which will soak up two of it. Mm-hmm. That's a three stress hit instead. Actually, if I can... I forget. Can you use aspects to uh, soak up stress? You can use it to improve rolls and the like. Um, Which I didn't get to roll, so I'm Yeah, sure you how didn't really get a chance. I would say yes. I would absolutely let that work in this situation. Okay. Uh, then I'm tagging the one that I had standing, the coyote-powered, as I get that last bit of squirrely instinct at the last minute mm-hmm. to 
uh, sidestep out of the way. Ah. My coyote sense is tingling. Oh, boy. Uh, so just... you're spun completely around then. Okay, so that reduces it by another two. So I've only took a one stress hit. Yeah. But yeah, still like spun around like, Whoa! Not a car at all, although it felt like the side mirror of a car maybe hit your ribs and spun you around. But you don't see anything. You realize as this is happening that you heard a very loud, flat crack from behind you. So I heard a loud, flat crack. Yeah. And then got uh, hit by something? Yes, you're from Kentucky. This is yeah. all in the space of a fraction of a second. I'm a little bit country. You know, where you go through a lot of that. That was some sort of high-powered rifle shot. All right. And the other fellows, I'm actually going to make a quick roll for them. Okay, the survivors are gasping, struggling to their feet, shaking their heads, crawling toward cover, trying to recover themselves. But they're still temporarily down and out. As in, that's an aspect you guys can tag. Okay. Now we are on to y'all. You go first, Ezra, and I'll go second. I already got my idea. Can I see where it's coming from? Give me a quick alertness check. Yeah, it's a total of one. No idea. You know it was behind you. Is there a building behind me? Yes, there's warehouses all over the place around here. Is there a building that kind of in the general direction of where the shot could have come from? Yeah, absolutely. What kind of building is that? It is your typical flat-roofed California warehouse straight out of Central Props. An old abandoned warehouse that looks kind of rickety? Yes. In fact, one of the aspects of this place, I believe, or no, its description was like warehouse district straight from central casting. Is how you Buildings coming down. <laughs> nice. Give me your roll, oh wrathful one. Oh, I'm going to pump What's my stress hat. And I've got fate points to spare, plus I got gravity control available to me as well. I am going to make this six shifts. Oh, I still got the plus two difficulty, don't I, from the rain? Yes. Oh, hell. I need to get out of the water. Never mind. Damn it. I really wanted to do that, but that's going to be difficult as it is. Screw it. I got the fate points. You do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we'll make it a four-shift weapon attack against the uh, warehouse itself. Aiming at the actual, like, structures for it. Mm-hmm. It's a big concrete box with giant I-beam frame visible. That's where I'm hitting that. I got scholarship. That'll let me know where the stress points are. Basic math. Sure. Oh, wow. I rolled four pluses. Oh, beautiful. I should have gone for that six shift. But anyway, that's still, that's a total of eight for the roll, plus four for the weapon. And then, you know what? I'm actually going to tab my uh, earth boots, which give me the uh, maneuver gravity is my bitch. Give me a good description on that. Wind and rain and thunder whipping the white warden cloak around. The gray warden cloak? Yep. I, uh, like, sumo wrestler plant my feet onto the ground. There's like a rippling in the earth as the uh, runes on the big old engineer boots flare to life. I put my hands out either side of me, you know, cupped upwards, kind of like Goku and Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shake and mock him! And a wave of gravity just like shoots from me towards the building, shooting rocks and rubble up in a like straight cone toward the uh, building and then clap my hands and grip my fists to uh, try and tear it apart. Nice. So there is a... a, So it's a total of 10 plus a 4 for the roll plus 4 weapon damage. There's a squealing, wrenching sound, and the building seems to crumple in on itself at the front, the back half of it, then sliding across the ground toward the front before the whole thing just collapses. 
A wave of dust engulfs the scene, despite the thick rain. That's one more mental stress. Boink. Subtle. I wasn't even trying. <laughs> Next. Well, I guess okay. I won't be heading into the warehouse now. No, that was no, no, that another was warehouse. Us. That's oh. the one where I thought the gunshot was coming from. Ah, good God. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to keep things straight. Okay. I unravel a bit of the chain. Mm-hmm. I see where these guys are because they're still down and out, right? Yes, they are. And in fact, that's a aspect that you can tag. I'm tagging it. Mm-hmm. Now, what exactly does that do again? Basically, it gives you a plus two to a roll. Or if you want to, you could use it to re-roll. And I'll leave that up to you depending on the results of your roll because I like doing it that way. Okay. Well, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to be sweeping the chain in a massive arc. It's a heavy-duty metal hook on a thick chain, and mm-hmm. I'm going to use it to, well, scrape scalps off, if you will. Mm-hmm. Clearing yeah. a path for yourself as you walk toward the warehouse, or are exactly. you concentrating on moving toward and attacking individuals? No, I'm clearing a path, and anybody in that path is going to get pulped. Then uh, I'm going to call that good because moving after and attacking individuals would be a little bit different. But walking toward your goal, one person gets in the way, standing upright, his body half ruined. He nonetheless tries to lift his assault rifle before the hook takes him in the back of the head, destroying his skull and knocking what is left of him off to the side nearly a yard. Do you need me to roll? <laughs> no. Like I said, if you were moving after people and attacking them, you would. But to clear your path uh, in these conditions, no problem at all. Okay. You're David. Okay. All right. I'm heading into the other warehouse then. Cause I the wanna... one that was your goal. Yeah, because I want to try and find the actual cargo, if Thanks you will. They're good. They know we're here. Yeah. I think the entire neighborhood probably knows we're here at this point. You step through the ruins of maybe half a dozen human beings and find yourself at a large steel door pitted with debris and splashed with blood. Pushing that open, it looks like this place was some sort of distribution center or something like that at one point. I don't know if I need to use a fate point to tag for effect or whatever they're calling it these days, but... He's in full champion of God mode right now, so he's got... Glowing white aura and everything. Yeah, yeah. So you want to have this whole aura about you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, You can certainly do a self-compel, or I guess this would be... This is a um, self in... This, this would be just using your aspect. It's an invoke, Just yeah. call it that. Okay. Do I smell sandalwood? Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> So is that, that cost a fate point then? Yes. Okay, so I'm down to three. Jeez, easy come, easy go. Good God. All right. Looks like this place was some sort of distribution center or something at one point. The remains of a complex pneumatic tube system run along the walls and roof. There's catwalks. Looks like a bunch of big industrial freezers off to one side all rusted and almost like something out of a cave because they've got stalactites of rust dripping down from them. But the heavy-duty chains and locks on them are fresh and new. In the center of the warehouse, you can see a set of cages. Most of them are empty. There's a half dozen of them, but you can see two people in there. Only two? Okay. 
and the cages have heavy locks on them. Is that what I'm understanding? There's industrial freezers off to one side that are all rusted, okay. but they have heavy-duty chains and locks on them. Gotcha. In the center of the warehouse Is the ca- are half yeah. a dozen cages, two of which have people in them. These people look out of it. Oh, and this place stinks. There's something on the floor, thick and far more viscous than water, and it smells like a truck full of fish overturned in the hot sun oh god a week ago okay let my people go (laughs) bellows rust rings down from the decayed mechanisms up near the roof can i go to the cages in here you can see um a middle-aged white guy Looked like uh, he was in pajamas or something. They've been torn. He's all beat to crap. He's heavy set, and his face is just a mass of bruises. There's a another dude, also a white guy. He's got short black hair, a more powerful build, like a weightlifter or uh, you know something like that. He's got that kind of male model look to him. Uh, he's stripped down to just his skivvies and his ribs are all beat up he's got blood dried down from his nose and from a torn place on his scalp both these guys are tied with their hands to their wrists behind their backs and blindfolded okay can i get absolutely you are there so you walk up to there and you have time for a quick action i try to open the uh cage well, you know, you can see as you approach them that, as you might expect, they, they are, are locked. locked shut. I shoot the lock. Okay, done. I am refraining from commenting. Outside, <laughs> they recover, or at least they're starting to recover. The, a few survivors are picking themselves back up, and wordlessly, none of them has said a thing in this whole time. Two of them turn to try to fire toward you guys who are still in the parking lot. Uh, mm-hmm. while another two are making their way to the doubtful cover of some jersey barriers at the far side of the lot. So you got some fire coming in at you. This would be a four-stress attack. Yeah, dodging. <laughs> Ducking under a flaming wreckage of a car. Or behind. Gotcha. What's nearby me? What do you think because of the um, environment and stuff here? Thanks to the grenade and all the other kind of stuff, there's car wreckage, all the other kind of stuff. Bye. Mm-hmm. I pick up a car door. Nice. And use that to block before hurling it like a discus. I like I would let you, in that case, use your weapons to defend yourself against firearms here. And Ezra, that sounds to me like an athletics to dodge. Yeah, I rolled. Didn't like what I rolled. I spent a fate point to, uh, I've got friends in low places. Not the first firefight I've been in. Okay, works for me. I know how to duck and cover when they're in California when there's a shooting. Rerolled, liked what I got a lot better uh, with a six. Okay. Okay. My weapons is already at plus four. This is a four stress attack. Do I need to roll? Yes. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. That's right. I could get minuses. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, fate. But I got two pluses, so it's at plus six. And honestly, a car door is not the best cover against this kind of thing. Yeah, but I got a six total. You real? Well, maybe you don't. Captain America's shield. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't sound like much of anything, really. It's just these flat thwacks against the door. You don't even feel it. It's these tiny little pick, pick, pick noises. And uh, Ezra, you're behind a burning truck. You don't really, you can't really see what's going on, but you don't seem to have any holes in your body. Good enough for me. 
So over to you guys. How many of them are, are over there? Uh, you think you saw four. You can make a alertness roll to try to get more specific information. Nope. Can I see one? Hmm. Give me an alertness roll. I mean, I just uh, do I have a target? That's all I need. Well, yeah. Actually, I wanted uh, check I mean, shooting at using me, an alertness roll to kind of determine that. Oh, okay. Because I can see a couple I'm assuming there's a head popping out. I only got a total of one. Okay. What you remember was two of the guys just sort of kneeling in the open and opening fire on you guys while two more ran for cover. That, you remember good. about where they were. That's good enough. I'm just going to pop out with the shotgun and just shoot at the first one I can see. Oh, nice. Magic, 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 magic. Oh, yeah, both barrels. Part of you, for some reason, wants to cry out, stand and deliver. <laughs> he said. Actually, I'm shouting, get off of my property! Nice. Kabam, kabam. Firearms. I don't know about you, but when my grandmother was teaching me how to shoot, she told me to shout and swear at my enemies. Do I not have guns anymore? Got rid of that. I guess I did. Oh, well. That's what a shotgun is for. Yeah, it's true. Let's get rid of guns at some point. It's going to change. I don't know. I kept fists. I don't get much fist bites. Let's swap it out right now. You would have had the opportunity to do so at the beginning, and we've had plenty of other chances. All right, no problem. I got the fists covered. You don't worry about that. All right, guns is changing then, and I rolled. It's still a total of zero. You know what? I'm a little bit country. Spending Works. that fate point puts it to two. So that would be. Let's see. A shotgun. I think we determined was a three. Yep. Weapons three. Weapon three. Okay. I don't know if you're doubling up for both barrels or how you're doing that. I was just going to give that like a plus one, basically. I'm fine with that. That's what I'd do. Well, we are both geniuses. Yep. Woo! That's never been up for debate. It's not dramatic, but one of them definitely goes down, dropping back. The other one whips his head away like a fly bit him or something like that. And you can see one ear is just gone. Yeah, no problem. Chucking that and pulling the Glock. Nice. Not bothering reloading. Okay. Next. So where these guys were, the two that were ducking and the other two that were running like hell, mm-hmm. now I'm pulling the Captain America, i.e. using the car door, reeling it in, and just pulling Adam it in. Adam mighty shield. Yeah. Who do you want to throw them at? The two who are running for cover or yes. the others who were firing on you? From the shotgun effect, it sounds like Ezra's got that in hand. I'm chucking this at the two that are booking. Okay, give me a weapons roll here. Oh, this is going to be tough. Surprisingly, a car door is not the most aerodynamic of weapons. I know it seems counterintuitive, but... Yeah, gee, I wonder. It says I'm at plus two to damage. Mm-hmm. Does that factor into this, or is that only after? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I'm going to need a fantastic here. Three pluses. Nice. That gives me nine. So that's wow. past legendary. I needed it, and I got it. Yeah. Swing, 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 swing. So, car door sailing through the air. This would be another moment in the film where it would cut to slow motion because the wings of water coming off the corners of the car door. Oh, that would look sweet. As it <laughs> sails. Zack Snyder action here going on. Yeah. And then... It catches the back of one guy with the large metal brunt of the door, pretty much shattering his spine. While the car door begins to ricochet and slowly turn, the window chunk in the upper part literally digs into the side of the other guy, getting caught in the cage and carrying him on down. 
Man. I'm getting a little bit gruesome here. That's <laughs> fine. He goes down still alive, but only for a moment. He's in a winding pool of his own blood. The other one, dead. And I march on into the building. In the warehouse. David. Okay, so I shot the lock. Clean Thanks. off. Okay, open the cage. Rip the blind. Out of curiosity, who yes. are you pulling out first? The only reason the, I was going to comment. The pudgy was... older white guy or the dude who looks kind of like an Eastern European male model? Pudgy white guy. Okay. Everybody likes the pudgy white guy. You uh, nice to drag, drag him out. He's not even making muffled noises or anything. He's almost like a rag doll. He's not dead, but he's definitely drugged or something. Sir, snap out of it. We got to get out of here. Uh, what? Black, black, black. Come on, snap out of it. Let's go. Oh, uh, what? Uh, also, remember, his wrists are tied to his ankles behind his back. Oh, that's right. I did forget that. Can't exactly shoot those, can I? Well, yes. Yeah. Preferably without blowing off his limbs. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. This is not a normal gun. I thought you were being sarcastic. Okay, well, then I do that. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Trust me, I I know the type. It's not the first time I've heard that. (laughs) I am the type. Trust me, I I relate. All right, then I... No, I'm totally being serious. (laughs) Then I shoot the ropes. And he kind of gets to all fours and, like, is sort of struggling as if he doesn't really know how to control his body. You've seen this before. For this is like people who are on some sort of powerful opiate oh, or something like that. I don't. Need He's this. not going to be recovering anytime soon. I don't need this right now. I turn to the other guy and I, you are you in better shape than he is? The other fellow's also lying on his side, blindfolded, blood all like crusted down from his nose. He doesn't respond at all. You can see he's breathing, but other than that, you wouldn't guess that he was alive. Okay. Uh, I pick the pudgy white guy up in a fireman's carry. Oh, jeez, he is heavy. I obviously opened the wrong damn door. Adam, this is around the time you walk in. Here, I got this guy. You go help the. You go help Tiny over there. God, they're all like this guy. He says as he goes to shoot the other uh, lock and get the ropes off of this guy. Same way. I, well, I. Stop, David. is like, don't waste your ammo. I walk up to the lock and yank it off. Oh, good point. Oh, good point. I forgot about that. Thank you. As you approach, his voice rings with a strange timbre and hurts your ears. Who, me? It's, yeah. It's knocking dust and rust down from the ceiling. It's so loud. His eyes are blazing, not literally, but with righteous fury. And he has a faint aura of flickering white flame surrounding him. You know those woodcuts from old German Bibles that show the archangels laying waste to Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah. He's a modern incarnation of that. Hey, um, Gabriel? No, nope, still Dave. You could have fooled me. Why don't you go lay the whoop-ass for the Lord down a... <laughs> you kick ass for the Lord! Why don't you... <laughs> Why don't you go do that, go scout, and I'll bust these people out. Let me do the heavy lifting. All right. And basically, I'm going to walk up and down, pop locks off cages, and start carrying people out. There's a half dozen cages in here. Only two of them had people in them. Uh, You've got one of them, however you're carrying him. The other guy in his skivvies is in another one. And there's a row of old industrial freezers with new chains and new locks off on one side. 
Well, once I get these two people outside, I bring them over to Ezra and go keep an eye on these guys. I go back in. I'm outside still in a firefight, last I knew. Yes, so that's about where we're stopping you. Well, I won't bring them outside then. That would be dumb. Just put them over to the side, and I'm going to pop the locks off the freezer. So, Ezra... Yep. I'm going to go ahead and give you the initiative here. Yeah, take another look out, see who's out there. I know there's at least one guy who got winged by a shotgun blast. Yep. Well, you know what it looks like when somebody takes shotgun pellets to the face, and that yeah. is this guy. One ear gone, one eye socket, just ugh, hideous, blood papering one side. Is he um, it? No, not quite, but he looks like the mortal version of that because you can see spots of blood and stuff running in the, uh, say, is, running is he in the, the rain. Is he the only one out there? Oh, I thought you were making a reference to like when they're melting Pennywise in the Stephen King. Oh no! Is he it? Is it like? Is that it? Is that him? Is he the only? Yeah, one that's out there? it. As okay. far as you can see, that's him. His buddy is down. You think you've okay. caught him? I know. Adam took out a few. Yep. I'm walking up. Glock pointed straight ahead of me with the uh, cloak flowing behind me, just opening fire as I walk with him purposely. Mock uh, uh, uh. not my mighty sword. Pam, 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 pam. Give me a firearms roll. That's a two. Not really to hit him, per se. I do want to hit him. <laughs> Quick roll of my own. His hand comes up to the grenades on his chest. Woo! Air invocation to knock him well out of my blast radius. Because you succeeded on the roll there, basically, I'm going to consider that done, so just take your point of stress. Okay. Unless you want to pawn that off on Coyote for some debt later. Nope. Puffin' puffin'! <laughs> I'll let him blow himself up, but I am wind-evocating him away from me. Uh, he... Hopefully into another building. Hell, not this one. Not the one we're trying to get into, but... Hmm. I... Somewhere that'll cause collateral damage because it's a Dresden Files game. The kick-ass word of retribution and wizard getting medieval on their ass is huffin' puffin'? We'll have time for some discussion of that possibly <laughs> later. <laughs> it's for wind-evocation, yeah. In my fake German. I don't know German. That's why I can use it. If I knew the language properly, I couldn't use it for magic. So he goes flinging off. This place is out on the end of a dock. So I might need a fate point if you really want some collateral damage. No, I don't care. Actually, specifically I was just, I, said I don't, it was out there. I'm not specifically trying not to cause collateral damage. Gotcha. And if, if yeah. he doesn't cause some poor innocent building to collapse on him, I'm not concerned. <laughs> I was actually trying to cause trouble for myself by blowing up some poor schmuck's boat you know, <laughs> or warehouse or something. The uh, grenades go off about halfway to the edge of the dock, and uh, you are alone in the pouring rain and suddenly aware of how cold you are. Yeah, I think you put in some stress. Yeah, but if it's the end of this conflict, then it should go away. I took no consequences. Excellent. I just, like, stretch and pop my neck and all that, grab my shotgun, and run into the uh, warehouse while, you know, thumbing a couple more shells into the barrels. So around the time you guys finish off your discussion, in comes Ezra reloading his shotgun. Oh! Hi. Doesn't look like an auction. Oh, are we out of ass to kick? There will be more. Probably not. There's probably more inside. I'm popping the locks off the freezer and going in. Yeah. I can't help but notice there's a lot of fish slime here. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but it's... I tossed David a Petri dish. Like, here, get me a sample. I'm not your errand boy. Someone blows his nose, I want to take a sample of it. <laughs> Now we're out of combat. So Adam, pulling chains off of locks here, or locks off of chains, however you want to do it, 
you find these places empty except for one, which has a woman. She's in some sort of weird full metal restraint around her hands and around her feet, like a metal traffic cone over both hands. In the and freezer? Over, and over both feet. In the freezer. Remember, these are ancient freezers. They are not working. Okay, I was going to say, my God, I was hoping we are not going to walk in and find people on meat hooks. And uh, she has a thick canvas bag, black canvas over her head, which is zip-tied to her neck. And the line goes back to those weird restraints and everything. And she's also tied to the rusting wall. Well, that's coming off. <laughs> I cut through the zip-tie and get the bag off her head first off. And you see a woman looks like she's maybe of Japanese descent, younger, and man. My shop. She's part of the Paranet thing, so you've seen her around. Okay, I've probably seen most of the people in Paranet come through the door sooner or later. Exactly. Uh, you don't know her per se, but it's probably her. It's hard to tell because it looks like she went a couple rounds with Mike Tyson. And her uh, ear still intact? Yes. <laughs> but her head is lolling. She seems dazed almost unconscious. Well, I'm going to put her with the other two once I pop the restraints and everything off. Okay. Takes some work, but you are able to do it. Do I recognize any of these people? Yeah. The pudgy white guy, that's Bert. Bert! And actually, you will have what you know about them in an email I sent you. Okay. But I knew. You should have asked Weasel Dick how many people were here. What have, coulda, shoulda. The other dude is Dave. Dave Romanov or something like that. Bert, um, Dave! Actually, no... You know them. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Snap out of it. Dave's right here. Dave, he, Dave these are the Daves I know, I know. <laughs> I like that one. He looks at you. His eyelids flutter. He's got hugely dilated eyes. Despite how beat up he is, he kind of smiles a little bit, and he tries to say something, but it just comes out all slurred. You have seen this before. These are the unmistakable signs of Red Court Vampire Venom. Hmm. Ugh. Shaw! No, you red court, not white court. Oh, white, sorry. God dang it. <laughs> and you don't know it anyway. All right, I've got two slots open for uh, potions. Oh, yeah, that's right. For the awesome, of course I prepared this thing. Yes, that and I can get. spend fate points to have, ah, this potion is, of course, for this. Okay. So one of those Oops. slots is going to red court antidote, which I believe is actually somewhere in the book. Absolutely. You want to look that up? Not, say it is. I'm going to give it to what? Which of these guys is the more reliable guy that I know? The more down to earth? Probably Bert, because he actually runs a business and everything else. Give the other guy, Bert. Dave, he lives out in a commune up in the hills. Okay, Bert. Dave's a weirdo. Up to Bert. It's an old Gatorade bottle. Not like a sports bottle, like a bottle that had Gatorade at one point. I removed the label, yep. screwed it on. Magic Marker has erased several different potions that have been in at one point. Scribbled out. <laughs> now it says. <laughs> vampire anti-venom on it in childish block letters mm -hmm. like magic marker and you guys would definitely see that screwing it up shoving it down his gullet oh great what no i'm just commenting that if you gotta break that out we're dealing with effing vampires <coughs> bert welcome oh. back to the land of the cognizant where am i why are you in my garage we're not. We're in the old abandoned warehouse district. I feel really weird. I bet you do. Did, did, were we drinking? We were not drinking. What happened? What's the last thing you remember? Why? 
He's looking around, peering at things as if he can't figure out what they are. But you can see him, you know, starting to recover rapidly. He coughs again, spits. Oh, is that my tooth? I'm afraid it is. Oh, I was in my garage. I was looking over an armoire. He's like fingering the empty spot where his tooth is that I picked up in Arizona. And it had some really strong impressions on it. Someone's whole life almost. And then I remember a woman in the door and she kissed me. That's the last thing I remember. Did you know the woman? Was she stranger to you? No, but um, uh, I remember uh, this really good-looking woman uh little black dress. I remember that. Classic. Little black dress. And rip, 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 zip, s- zip, zip, zip. Right into the slip, slip, slip. I remember the kiss. Was I drugged? What is this place? Don't worry about it now. We need your help to get you. the rest of the people here. I'm still with you. We'll get to the bottom of it. Who are you guys? He says, they're looking f- at you other two. They're, they're friends. Don't worry. They're my deputies. You're on really? fire. Wait, wait, I'm not playing Barney Fife to you. Um, you're on fire. <laughs> He's always like that. It's a skin condition. I was thinking Virgil Earp. Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, who is, is that Dave? That's Dave. He goes over, kind of stumbles. Yeah, Dave's not here, man, right now. He's, we're going to take care of him later. He so, looks at this guy as if totally puzzled, you know, like, does not know how to move another human being who's I unconscious. Over and go on to the next freezer. Do I recognize the woman? It's hard to tell for sure, but yeah, that's gotta be Lisa. <sighs> These are all paranoid people. How many paranoid people were missing? Three. That's that's all that was missing from uh, yeah. What's her name's report? Okay. And in fact, these are the names and stuff that she gave you. Oh, good. All right. And uh, yeah, you check the rest of the freezers. This woman was the only person you found in there. David, you and I, let's go check out the rest of the building. I'm gonna hustle these guys. What car did we come in? I'm assuming David's, didn't we? We didn't specify, so I'm going to say yes. David's got the taxi? Yep. I'm, I got spoiled by Shaw's big old Hummer. Yeah. Go get your holy wrath on. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm going to have Bert help me hustle these guys to the taxi. Yeah. He, after a moment, kind of figures it out, sort of how to drag somebody by their shoulders while stabilizing their head. Yeah, well, we'll have one on each shoulder here. Come on, I'll help you. Come on. And he's babbling a constant stream of questions. I'm going to answer them as briefly and as inconsequentially as I can. Probably the non-helpful answers, but the ones that will keep him safe. You know, like, stuff. Bad stuff. Don't need to worry about it. Important business. We'll take care of it. Promise you. So while you guys are getting everyone loaded up, it sounds like Adam and David are searching the rest of the building. Yep. So you find a little office at the back, door open, leading almost directly out to the back of the dock where there's some rope and stuff hastily thrown aside on the dock. Looks like someone cast off in a hurry, just cut some rope and tossed it off whatever boat. The office does have a iPad in there, and looks like they've got a little Wi-Fi hotspot type thing set up, or something like that. I don't think either of you are exactly computer experts, but you would recognize wireless internet equipment if you saw it. Right. You're a police officer. Um, do your computer thingy with this. Do I look like Donatello? I, that's not exactly what police officers do. <laughs> 
You've seen my shop. It's not what I do either. Let's see. Hang on. What time is it right now? By now, it's close to midnight. Oh, we're early. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do have the investigation skill. I'm not sure. I would absolutely let you use that here. It's average, which kind of sucks ass, but oh well. All right, let's see what we can figure out here. I don't suppose I could use guide my hand. Hmm. Yes, you could. I believe for that one you have to spend a fate point. That's fine. Okay, spent. Oh, geez. That's a crappy roll, too. Minus two, and my investigation is already at one, so that's minus one. This lets you use your conviction. Oh, that's right. Well... All right, then, we're at three. I'm going to spend another fate point to Mm re-roll, which takes me down to one, I believe. Told you you were going to need him. There we go, plus three. Ha! All right. Ooh, nice. So it's eight now, and I have one fate point remaining. You know, it's weird. Your first guesses at passwords and stuff turn out right. (laughs) I love when that happens. What kind of moron? (laughs) You're like, um... I'm betting it's probably X7BRT132786 slash dollar sign four. And it is. <laughs> I like the slash dollar sign four. Yeah. Like well, it. for a moment, I thought maybe it was ampersand four. <laughs> Just my feeling. So, uh, <laughs> what you find in here is lists of names from the Paranet. It looks like their names their login information, their addresses, suspected capabilities, like the three people you have. Okay. Let's see, Bert, you think Ezra called him. He's some sort of empath or something, but with objects, like he can pick up impressions from them. Psychometrist. Is this Uh, an iPad or a mini? It's an iPad. Damn it. Okay. Lisa, the woman, has a uh, danger sense, and she's noted as having combat training and marked with, like, approach with caution, handle with care. Dave is a human metal detector. There's a bunch of other names, maybe nine in total. And it's got their personal information and everything, along with prices that will be offered for their capture. There's also emails in here back and forth between whoever was using this to broker the sales and at least one person who was doing collection. Okay, I look at some of the emails to see if I can get a handle on where they might be going in their little boat. We're not on that list, are we? No. In fact, the emails specify minor talents only, and it looks like all of this had to be done, but they gave a very limited time frame for collection and sale. Basically, between yesterday and dawn, well, this morning now. Like sunset yesterday and dawn this morning. Okay, so they're doing a hasty trip to get to where they're going. Mm-hmm. But do we but get any indication as to where that would be? Uh, No, not at all. Shit. It, there's emails to this person or, well, it looks like a couple different people they emailed and there's correspondence with one. And all they talk about is arranging these sales. Okay, I am using my final fate point, so this better damn well work. I am tagging former cop turned cabbie using my mm-hmm. contact skill. I'm mm-hmm. calling on my cell phone, which I have because I am not bound by the wizard lack of tech. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to make a quick phone call to the station, get Sergeant, what's his friggin' name, who I made up long time ago. And you, I hope you wrote him down. Uh, Nelson. There you are. His name is now Sergeant Nelson. Write him down. Yep. Contact. Sergeant Nelson. 
first name Frank works. Yeah. For those of you, thank you. Okay, I'm glad somebody got it. I, I, my, I feel better now. A okay. computer, you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Actually, I was throwing out Nelson from Blackjack Justice. So I, was, I was picturing Sabian going, Nelson! <laughs> yeah, but I like his better because that's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Very glad I, I, somebody caught. I think I may pass on that because it doesn't quite suit the mood. All right. But uh, well, no, I don't. I'm not expecting you to do the thing. I was just better that. man than me, sir. <laughs> um, David. Oh, what? It's one. In, it's twelve oh seven. What's going on? What do you need? Oh, you're on his, duty. His voice clears almost immediately. The law. The law stops for no one. Listen. I've got these names and these, and I relate. Leaving out the supernatural aspect of this, I came upon a slave auction, or a... Human trafficking. Human trafficking. Thank you. God dang it, not slave auction. That sounds like something out of a pulp novel. A uh, human trafficking operation, and they've got a list of names. They just left this such-and-such area, wherever we are. It's Doc 6. Doc 6, and I'm trying to get a line on where they're going. Do you have any records of where any sales went down in the past that we know of? Absolutely. We know, well, you know that area is a hot spot for that. Coyotes bringing people through all the time. Uh, You know, that's that's where the gangs do a lot of that business. I mean, they've even got some connections with Eastern Europe or did before, well, you know, before you and I help us that right, up. Right. Um, okay, so I can get you that information, but more importantly, you say you're at Doc 6, right? Yeah, Okay. And time I'm is of the get, essence because they've already left, and I think looks like they're going to be doing their shit. I'm going to get on the horn right now. I know we've got some patrols going on out by the crags. We can probably get a boat or something to intercept. All right, sounds good. I'll call you back the moment I find anything out. And All right, make it. Up. Make, okay. It's not 1 o'clock. They haven't got here yet. What? The auction's supposed to go off at 1 o'clock. It's only midnight. Do you want to hang around and see who shows up? I kind of actually want to get these people safe first. Although I do kind of want to hang around and see who shows up. Also, we got dead bodies lying in the parking lot and property. I, th- I think the we discovered human trafficking thing kind of covers that. Well, I'm hoping they're not human bodies. I'm still out in the parking lot. Once I get the people secured in the taxi, I'm going to tell them to wait there and I'm going to go check out one of the bodies. Okay. Preferably one that's still got a head. All these guys, they're all men. They're all roughly the same build. Tall, lanky, but athletic. You know, not super muscular. Wiry. Yeah, bald-headed. You don't see eyebrows or anything, actually. Looks like they have no facial hair at all. I'm going to check their arms and chest, see if they've got any kind of body hair. I'm not going too deep into that, but just the basic arm and chest check. No, but the first guy you check, he's got gills. Well, that's a thing. On his neck. All right. And there's a wheel of raised flesh, wheels in W-E-A-L, like what you get from welding, okay. um, around them. Uh, I'm grabbing this guy and stuffing it in the back trunk. Done and done. All right. And it's 10 o'clock. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn it. To answer your question, because you always ask what our next plans are, mm-hmm. my plan is to go to the warden fort with the body. I'm like, hi guys, what's this? Excellent. And also making sure that the people get somewhere secure. Ostensibly, I'd like to send them until they snap out of it to Adam's place because it's the most safest place I can think of. Fine, I'll help you out this time. I was going to camp out here and wait and see who showed up. No, but we've got civilians in duress that need cars to take overturned care. and on fire, warehouse collapsed, all that stuff too. To be honest, and with cops coming. All right, all right. 
we'll get people back to my shop, make sure everything's okay. If the son of God wants to stay, or the warrior of God wants to stay here, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Not that I like splitting up, but he's called the cops in. It's kind of his ballywick. We should probably scram anyway. All right. Yeah, the people with the illegal weapons. So next time, it sounds like we'll be picking up almost immediately in the aftermath, but we could cut to a little bit later with everyone safe and secure, and maybe if everyone's going to Fort Hagen. I am. I don't know if the protocol would allow me to bring in visitors. Do you really care? If no, you can't, really. I could use Adam here, too, because there's going to be some serious ass-kicking, name-taking my, going on. My goal is to get the Paranet guys somewhere secure. That's number one, and then I don't want to keep the body in the trunk too long, so I'd like to take that off to Fort Hagen. Gotcha. And what do you guys plan to do next time? I'm not leaving weird people in my shop alone. Barely know these people. Noted. So, I mean, I'll get them back to the shop, but I'm staying there with them. Until I get That's told fine. what I should be doing. I don't want to mix it up with monsters if the cops are right there. That blows my cover. Yeah, and... I really don't want to come with you and a room a bunch of mages who might be more interested in dissecting me. Seeing what makes you tick. Fair enough. Exactly. And David? I want to track these guys down because I don't... I mean, if I understand the situation... There's a lot more names on that list than we have people in our charge right yeah, now. nine so, names. Yeah, I'd like to get the other ones, and I'd like to get these guys and stop them. So that means I'm going to go with the cops in as much as they will let me, being as I'm a former cop. So are you going to stay there and wait for the arrival of the police? Yeah. Okay, so the next time I think we'll start with folks in Adam's shop and then David in conference with the police. Okay. Sounds With good. some good information for everybody. Good. Thanks a lot, guys. This, yeah, this was, was fun. Cool. Was good. Yeah. yeah, I like this. Really good one. Yeah. Wanted to do something with a slightly different atmosphere, and it really ended up working out. That was great. Thanks a lot. So um, we're getting together next week. Same bat time, Man. same bat channel. Yep. Far as I'm awesome. Now I'm all like, oh, God, I got to find out what's going on. I know. I know. Damn it. <laughs> I feel much the same way, even though I know what's happening. It's just going to be cool to see what you guys do with it. And it was really awesome to get to see your characters be awesome. That was really cool. <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys next week then. All right, sounds good. Awesome. Good you too. And there you have it. That's Session 14 of our Dresden Files campaign. Session 15 will be along shortly. Trust me, I've already had help from Bambi in getting it edited. So, thank you very much, Bambi. That's awesome of you to do. And that'll be coming along very, very soon. If you'd like to leave any kind of feedback for us, you can either send it to feedback at mtmjetpack.com or you can post on our Facebook page in the comments section of the post that tells you about this issue. No matter how you want to send it, I appreciate the feedback very much, and you will get a response. It's great being back. I intend to stay that way. And on that note, again, thank you to those who have continued to watch, to keep vigil, if you will, over this podcast. I know I've said it before, but I'm saying it again. It means the world to me that you are still here. So until next time, this is Blind Geek, thanking you for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up and always let it soar.